up, Dreadheads? I'm John. And I'm Joe. And welcome to episode 40 of Spread the Dread. And uh, this one, Joe, we're doing part five of our ongoing series about tortures and executions. I'm excited. Yes, I am too. I always enjoy like revisiting this subject. Oh, yeah. Because then I pull up pictures and I'm like, ooh. <laughs> right. Well, not to mention, like, these are probably some of the oldest notes going through, like, all of the shit with, like, you know, at the end of, like, you being pregnant with Zuzu mm-hmm. and when, like, the, the, the... Well, the original, I thought, was... Oh, well, no, that was, like, the original list that we came up with. That oh, we yeah, but, like, the actual, from, the actual yeah, but the research notes, and notes yeah. I did for these are a while old, Yeah, like I'm thinking months. just the original list. Yeah, we've had the original list since the beginning. Right, because as of right now, we actually have notes up to part seven. Yes. So there's at least two more of these motherfuckers coming, mm-hmm. dreadheads. So hang on. Let's strap in and get kicking to it. Let's do the housekeeping for everyone who's new and for all of our dreadheads here every week who are fucking stoned or drunk right now and can't remember. Joe, what's the best place? The one-stop shop (laughs) on the World Wide Web where you can find all things dreadful. SpreadTheDreadPodcast.com Absolutely, and tell them what they're going to find there. You're going to find direct links to our donation tiers, our merchandise store, direct links to all the most popular podcast uh, platform streaming services, um, and then also our YouTube and our BitChute. Absolutely. Give BitChute love. Absolutely, and you know, normally we don't really push the, the video side of this because... Mm-hmm. It, they're audio only. There's an image there. But, you know, we wanted to go ahead and claim our spots on YouTube. We have BitChute. If you're into the fucked up stuff, BitChute's not a bad place to check out. We basically use it as our backup. Yes. So just eventually when YouTube fucking notices how fucking dreadful and <laughs> fucked up we all are and certain videos are just not going to fly, we're not going to edit who the fuck we are. <laughs> so fucking eat, don't even, if you don't sign up for BitChute, whatever. But no matter what, Everything will have a quote-unquote video version on BitChute mm-hmm. and hopefully YouTube. But the biggest reason we want to really hammer home the YouTube and the BitChute this week is, Joe, we are finally relaunching Fright Flick FMK. Yes. And if you're not familiar with it, the FMK stands for Fuck, Mary Kill. <laughs> we uh, were doing, we, we did a, a handful of episodes of these where we were reviewing horror. Like yeah. anyone who's dreadful like us, you like fucking serial killers and true crime and shit. You probably like horror movies. We fucking love yes. horror movies. So we wanted that's to. almost everything we watch. <laughs> it's, I mean, if the kids are not in the fucking room, that's basically it. No, and I'm still really bad about trying to find like kid friendly shit. <laughs> well, yeah, especially for our eldest because, you know, he turns 12 yeah. this year. Or well, no, even what I'm watching, like if the TV's on and I have choice and the kids are around like i'll try to find something that's like kid friendly so like fox doesn't freak out (laughs) that's why that's why i always like if if fox is like hey you know i don't know what to watch i'm always like hey what about paranorman oh that's a good one because hey i love stop motion and it's got zombies yeah or fuck we'll do fuck we'll go fucking old school and go nightmare before Before christmas Christmas, either way but the biggest reason again we're relaunching fright flick fuck mary kill It is now going to be a video series. So what that means, Dreadheads, if you are not subscribed to our YouTube or our BitChute, and to be fair, we love everyone who does subscribe (laughs) to us there, but there's not much to subscribe to now. Now you're going to get something. Now, what's going to be different about this, A, we're always going to take the audio from these and they're going to be uploaded as a podcast, you know, as, as an audio file. So Spotify... Apple, Google, Deezer, 
Stitcher, all the fucking shit that we're on, you're still going to be able to get the audio only of it there. However, we, we are going to actually be filming it. It's going to be me and Joe because, you know, she's busy being a new mom and doing the nursing thing and all this other stuff. So who actually the co-host on Fright Flick, Fuck, Mary Kill, Revamped is going to be my fucking dear oldest <laughs> brother. His name is Jay. There's a few of you who have kind of fucking stalked him out. Casey, I'm looking at you. <laughs> kind of stalked him out because he posts fucked up shit too. And I think everyone saw some 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 last names aligning. Yeah. Um, and he's kind of new into horror, but motherfucker yeah he do- he do- he dove he- head first yes. in the shallow fucking end yeah because he i don't know no like he, i think deep end I, no i'm just shit. saying he went in with reckless abandon for oh, his yeah, own like, fucking oh yeah head first health because <laughs> he's asking me for Neck shit and broke. i'm like look i've been watching horror movies like longer than like you have by fucking like at least a decade or more and you're asking me for such i'm gonna fuck you up and it's not it has it. He's got a fucking thicker skin than me. He may have one a little bit thicker than you because he's called out some of his fucked up movie favorites. And you're like, really? Yeah. And he's like, yeah, I've watched that a couple of times. But by the by, Fright Flick, Fuck, Mary Kill is relaunching this week. Our hope is to have it up on Friday. If not Saturday, Sunday, whatever, because we're just we're, we're, we've, we've got all the kinks worked out. Yeah, it but knock be, on wood. It should there be good. Go. And, uh, yeah, so definitely subscribe on YouTube and on BitChute. And that's going to be, you know, you're going to get twice the dread a week. And I really think you're going to dig my brother. Be nice to him on the first couple episodes. He hasn't done (laughs) this before. But we're going to talk about some real good fucked up stuff, both classic and modern. And I got another buddy of mine who's going to come in. And we're going to be focusing on taking care of extreme asian cinema hmm. uh that could be movies that could be uh it, like anime series that could be manga and stuff like that so look forward to that after a couple of episodes of me and uh, my brother jay working the kinks out that's going to be going down with my buddy nate the great so absolutely dreadheads if you're not subscribed to our youtube or our bit shoot now is the time to do it and one final thing Don't forget, if you post a five-star review on Apple or on Spotify, you send us a screenshot of that to our IG, our Facebook, or our Gmail, along with your mailing address, and we're going to send you out a few five-star super spreader, spread the dread stickers. Those stickers are badass, by the way. We did not fucking skip. We should have. I promise you, we should have. I'm going to go ahead and tell you that, Joe. You do the budget. We probably should have. We should have got cheaper ones. We really should have. We did We wanted to make sure they would last wherever they were, you know, stuck up at. Honestly, if a hailstorm breaks your fucking windshield, the sticker's going to cave with the The fucking dent. It's not going to fucking break. And we're going to send those to you for free. So keep that in mind. Let's wrap it up. We took a little bit longer than we want to, but we wanted to make sure to push Fright Flick, Fuck, Mary Kill for everybody. But let's get into episode 40 of Spread the Dread, Joe. Well, we are going to do part five of our ongoing series about tortures and executions. Buckle up, bitches. So we're going to kick this fucker off with pitch capping. I don't like the sound of that. (laughs) And if you're actually seeing the image... Pitch capping is one of the images, am I right? 
I think it is. Yeah, I believe so. (laughs) Joe designed it again. Like the notes, God knows when she fucking did it. So go ahead, Joe, about pitch capping. It's a form of torture. It's used by, uh, it was used by the British military against suspected Irish rebels during the 1798 rebellion. Ooh. Yeah, I know, right? Anytime it's like back in the day, it's going to be super brutal. Particularly with the Irish. Like (laughs) if you know anything about like the Irish, like that's one of the reasons like all of their like, traditional irish songs are so goddamn sad like they do like if you've heard like, they play danny boy when fucking cops die you know they bring out bagpipes suddenly everyone's irish when a cops die i'm not knocking the blue i'm just saying i'm just like was he irish like but they fucking bagpipers are rolling down goddamn new york's uh, fucking city well, the most um, uh, famous uh, uh, the situation in which this was involved, the pitch capping, was um, on Anthony Perry, and he was the leader of the Wexford Rebels. And it involves actually pouring hot pitch or, like, tar into a cone-shaped paper, quote-unquote, cap that was forced onto a bound person's head. Ugh. So, yeah, a, this is then allowed to cool and rapidly remove. So, all right, so they let it, like, cool. I'm guessing that would also insinuate it hardens, correct? Yeah. And then they just rip the fucker off mm-hmm. of They basically pour hot tar on them and then scalp them? Yeah, essentially, yeah. Ugh. It's going to take a portion of the skin and essentially the tissue, yeah. Um, less elaborate versions included smearing a cloth or a piece of paper with pitch and pressing it onto the head of the victim. Um, and that was described by Miles Byrne, um, an insurgent leader in Wexford in the British Rebellion. Right, and we actually... Uh, and that was in a, his memoir, sorry. Right, we have a quote on this uh, flog, and, and I quote... Flogging, half-hanging, picketing were mild tortures in comparison of the pitch caps that were applied to the heads of those who happened to wear their hair short, called croppies, the head being completely singed, a cap made of strong linen, well imbued with boiling pitch, was so closely put on that it could not be taken off without bringing off a part of the skin and flesh from the head. In many instances, the tortured victim had one of his ears cut off to satisfy the executioner that if he escaped, he could readily be discovered being so well marked end quote, God damn, that is y'all. <laughs> Let me take a break, Joe. Keep going. <laughs> um, the torture usually began by shearing the victim's hair. Honestly. Oh, so they fucking shortened it on purpose. Yeah, yeah. So you're, you're, oh. see, yeah, I was about to say. Uh, you're like, we don't want any of that hair getting in the way of your fucking flesh, <laughs> you insurgent. The effect on the skull of this controlled form of uh, like local boiling somewhat. Um, and like you said, it resembles scalping. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They, uh, we, we're from America. I know we have a lot of fucking international and uh, listeners, and you guys know we're not PC. The Indians here, they would scalp. <laughs> the Native scalp- Americans. Oh, yeah. The, the indigenous people of color that slightly resembles red, but you can't say that because there's also a Redskins football team. I never understood that. And there's that. red man tobacco. And, eh, fuck all of you. 
I never understood that. I'm like a little bit yellow skinned. I'm not offended if somebody says it. They're like, oh, if you're yellow skinned. I'm like, fuck it. I got a yellow tinge to my skin. It's just white people, Joe. White people are the ones that get offended. And as a white guy, I can fucking say that. And some of you can't. Arna can. She's from Iceland. <laughs> She's as white as they. She may be the whitest dreadhead we fucking know. But anyway, yeah. So yeah, it was, it was like, like I said, it was basically like scalping in another form of the torture. Pitch could also be poured into a victim's orifices. Yeah. That, oh, yeah, that's guaranteed that's death. That's openings, dreadheads. Yeah, so they actually use that more as, as a form of execution because that's guaranteed death. Right, because I yeah. mean, so now, now, does do the eyes count as an orifice? Yeah. Because of the socket? Yeah. And that hot tar is mm-hmm. just going to, okay. All right, go, go ahead, Joe. I'd honestly hope they would just pour it into my mouth. <laughs> I would I, just fucking shoot me. No, because I'm hoping I'm laying backwards as they do it. So that it just gets my brain stem as quickly as possible. Oh, so you're thinking like, let it straight eat through the back of your yeah, fucking neck. And, absolutely. Well, you know what? You've got the education literally on paper to where I'm like, if you say that, I would probably like if you were like, oh, that is only theory. I have no goddamn idea. John. <laughs> Warning, spread the dread does not constitute medical advice. If you find <laughs> Yourself no. being pitch capped, do not lean back and take it in the <laughs> mouth and say, Joe told me to do this and let your family sue us. We have put this out now. Um, again, like Joe said, doing this proved fatal and was, you know, therefore more suitable, you know, a- as a form of execution. Now, throughout history, this method uh, would involve other hot liquids, Joe, such uh, as like molten metal or even as gold. Yeah. Now, we've watched some Game of Thrones <laughs> season one. There's a scene there. Spoiler, if you haven't fucking watched it, I don't know, mm. get on it at this point or fuck off. But yeah, there's, there, is, there is liquid gold used basically in a pitch capping fashion other than the fact that it was not then ripped off, which goddamn, I... I could imagine it takes a pretty good fucking yank when it's tar, but when it's molten metal, again, like it's saying here, you know, it was mostly execution. So maybe the actual act of ripping it off really didn't, wasn't involved when they were doing that. But uh, Joe, this was used by Mithridates, 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 whatever, the sixth. (laughs) So it was a popular name of Pontus. To execute uh, the Roman consul Manius Aquius in 88 BC. It was also rumored, Joe, that the Roman uh, general Marcus Licinius Crassus. That's a fucking name. That's a brutal ass <laughs> fuck. That sounds like a general name. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, But he was executed in this way uh, by the Parthians after losing the Battle of Carhae in 53 BC. I know that that's still a fresh memory for the people of Carthay or Carhay, wherever they fucking may be, because I don't know where the goddamn that's fucking at. Uh, but, you know, some people are saying that actually he may have died in battle and that was actually done in kind of like a disrespectful yeah. manner to uh, to uh, basically desecrate the, the corpse. corpse. Yeah, that sounds about right. But enough about that heinous shit, Joe. Let's move on to the next fucking topic of heinous <laughs> shit, the ducking stool. Yeah, so these chairs uh, were formerly used for punishment of disorderly women. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. Yeah, you always know that's going to go for the JJ or Wait something. Wait a second. <laughs> um, so scolds and uh, dishonest tradesmen in England, Scotland, and elsewhere. So 
instruments of public humiliation and censure, primarily for the offense of scolding or backbiting. Right. This, and, this, this is not, again, we tortures and executions. This this was meant to humiliate and make the, the person involved very uncomfortable as Joe is getting to. Yeah, so as for an example to the, uh, you know, the rest of the public that got to view yes, it. Yes, yes. We have to, you know, it's fucking Hunger Games shit. They have to be in their balcony and look down upon you and get you fuckers in line. It would also, but less often, be used for sexual offenses like bearing an illegitimate child or prostitution. So if you have a bastard or if you're a hooker, you're going to die this way. <laughs> Certainly, for sure, if you're one of those prostitutes that got knocked up by the politicians who have always enjoyed <laughs> themselves a good old whore fucking. <laughs> d- reminder, spread the dread is pro-sex worker. <laughs> yes, we are. Continue, Joe. <laughs> uh, the stools were technical devices which form part of the wider method of law enforcement through social humiliation, uh, usually of local manufacture with no standard designs. <laughs> They're like, so- you know, ha- make it However, this yeah. is just kind of the, the the idea of what you do. Yeah. <laughs> so Wouldn't it be terrible if, like, cars were that way? <laughs> like, shit we need? But we're on the were, like, same like, goddamn wavelength. That's exactly right. what I was thinking about. <laughs> I feel like, you know, you guys know me. He's like, got I'm a, not, he's I'm got not a God. machine like that. I bet I could make one. <laughs> right. Like, me nor Joe are fucking modern-day feminists, to say the fucking least. But I kind of feel like they were like, well, this is mostly used on women. <laughs> Just wing it, you know? <laughs> like a duck. Let's call it a ducking stool. Ducks have wings? <laughs> go ahead, go. Joe. <laughs> um, so they put on poles so that they could be plunged into water, hence the ducking stool. It was strongly uh, made wooden armchairs in which like, the offender was seated with an iron band being placed around the person so they couldn't fall out during the immersion. Um, so kind of, almost like a teeter-totter, essentially, but with the it's weight balance. It's a seesaw where the guys on the other end really fucking hate you. Oh, yeah. And then you're on the other end, but now Getting it's over in a, a fucking frigid, pond or some yeah, shit. Yeah, frigid fucking water and or some everyone shit. Wants to, everyone's watching and wanting you to get fucking put into that pond. So, again, there goes the public humiliation angle. Yeah, so whenever one was actually sentenced, the magistrate always ordered the number of times that she would actually be ducked into the water. So, like, like, like if you get 25 to life back then, you got 20, 20, uh, uh, 25 to, I don't you know, know 50 35. duckings. Yeah, something like that. I yeah. order you to have five duckings. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, another type of ducking stool was called a, tr- a tumbrel. Uh, it was a chair on two wheels with two long shafts fixed to the axles. Um, so if you kind of think about a wheelchair with like where the axle, where the rod goes through, you have a long stick kind of chariot style. Right. A wheelchair um, that wasn't designed for you if oh, you like had a physical. chariot almost. Yeah, but yeah. it's a wheelchair that wasn't designed for if you had physical problems. It, it was, was there to create physical problems. <laughs> exactly. It is the antithesis of a wheelchair while still being called a wheelchair. Um, so um, now it was pushed into the pond, uh, pond as well, and then the shafts released, thus tipping the chair up backwards. But sometimes the punishment would actually become fatal, and the subject or the person would die. Well, yeah, because they're dipping him into water, and I whoever well, the tipping over too. You know, you can't get to him if the if the sticks come off of it and they get a little bit of undertow you know well, they're going well, in even, well, even that, deeper that, that device would actually be worse than the tra- worse than the traditional ducking school stool the traditional ducking stool looked like your common like d- dinner table chair mm-hmm. and so when they went down again the head you know the top of the head is still 
at the top of the water line. Yeah. In this instance, they're tipping them backwards, which means that the nostrils are exposed. Uh-huh. And the, the head, naturally, per weight, is going to go further back, thus opening the mouth and the throat. So you're far more likely to ingest water oh, yeah. uh-huh. th- in this style yeah. of ducking stool mm-hmm. versus what the traditional one was. Yeah, so the earliest records of it actually being used um, was started around the beginning of the 17th century with a term actually um, being first attested to in English in 1597. Um, it was used both in Europe and in, in the English colonies of North America. Which leads us right into Brodequin, John. Yeah, so th- is that the way it's probably supposed to be? I typed these words, but even then I was like, I'm not quite I'm sure. I'm just winging it. I don't fucking know. Well, no. And I anybody don't... who would have said it back then is <laughs> fucking dead. So I'm saying Brodequin. Yeah. B-R-O-D-E-Q-U-I-N. <laughs> yeah. Brodequin. Now this, Joe, is an instrument of torture. That was used during the Middle Ages. Uh, big surprise, most of these were. Uh, now, the victim would be secured uh, like onto a stout bench in a sitting position. Uh, their bare legs would be kind of sandwiched almost w- within a set of these three narrow vertical boards, right? It's already getting gross here. <laughs> I'm, already, I'm, I'm already being like, I can't remember... When I did these notes, and now they're hitting fresh. Uh, anything with the legs, I'm fucked up. Um, so, uh, and outside each leg and between. So you got you got these boards outside of the legs, and then in between them, tightly bound together with a strong rope. Now, ju- oh, so they're splinting yeah. the legs. Yeah, they're splinting oh. these motherfuckers. So that's right. why they're they're. So essentially, they're just adding compounded pressure to the legs so that when they go to drive these wedges of wood, um, you know, as they're being slowly pounded into with a mallet, it continues to squeeze the legs with enough pressure to actually shatter the bone and, you know, leak both blood and blood fucking marrow. I, I, or bone marrow, sorry. I honestly marrow. appreciate you interrupting me and taking over that because listening to you say it, I think I might have done like a Essentially, while reading it because I don't, I don't know. I think maybe it's because I had two knee surgeries when I was younger or mm-hmm. something. The legs are just a fucking area for me that really, because you can really fuck with someone's legs and yeah. not kill them but fuck them up for, for life. life. Yeah. Shout out to any fucking lowerly paralyzed or disabled dreadheads out there. I'm not knocking you. Mm-hmm. But if you've got a set of healthy legs, you someone who wants to be a fuckhead to you can really mess with those and, and not really cause any kind of life-threatening damage. Yeah. I mean, although you do have the femoral artery there. Right. So, well, like, well, see, yeah, but, the, but this is about there. crushing. Yeah. It's not about slicing and, mm-hmm. and severing those things. This is about compounding and crushing. Yeah, but with enough trauma to the femoral artery, you can cause it a rupture, too. So that's what I'm saying. Just like, fuck, man. Like, well, that's you why, could die That's that why that I don't way. make statements like that, because you know them, and you can think of them, and I didn't even know that was a real thing. So continue <laughs> on. Um, so for so- the so-called ordinary offenses, the torture was conducted with four wedges, um, while eight wedges um, tortured the legs of more extreme felons. So they, 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 they it's like, all right, like, four like, is we- a misdemeanor, eight <laughs> right, like how we were talking about the judge would actually dole out amounts of times Duckings, you had yeah. to be ducked in the ducking stool. 
is there's a judge just being like, he should be fucking punished by four wedges, no less than four, no more than six, like, you know, this powdered wig. Yeah, so there is a slight variance with, um, so the medieval Brodequins were often used for ordinary torture, and um, there was also a set of, like, a pair of stockings of parchment, which would be placed on the legs and feet while wet. So once held near the fire, the parchment stockings shrunk so considerably that it actually caused like insufferable fucking agony to the wearer, but wouldn't shatter or break the bone. That is, see, this that is, is cr- they're talking about crushing, right? But but uh, but they're saying, I guess that that the 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 fabric parchment, whatever you want to call it, would not contract enough to actually shatter the bones. So at that point, you're just placate. You're just completely fucking with a motherfucker's nervous system. Yeah. And well, yeah, no. What the other fucked up thing about it, and I and I want to say it was the liver. And somebody can actually correct me. And I swear to God, I learned it. In they school. will. <laughs> but um, if somebody is the victim of a crushed, you know, like a crushed um, uh, extremity, they you can actually have a lot of liver damage because of the breakdown of blood cells and so many of them that can fuck the liver up. So now I'm gonna ask this before we move on to the next one. So when you're talking what you just described as far as the crushing, mm-hmm. is that crushing the meat of the leg but still leaving? Because per what they're saying here was that it would do all of that, but it would not constrict enough to actually break or shatter the bones. What you're talking about with the liver, mm-hmm. does that normally entail crushing to an extent like someone got their legs ran over? Everything shot bones, you know. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Appetite of the fucking leg. Yeah, yeah. So the but could that still happen even if they didn't break the bones? But it was still the the leg meat itself was constricted. I want to believe. I I honestly want to believe it requires the bone to actually be broken too, because that's where red blood cells are made, is in the bone marrow. And I I want. I'm almost 100 percent sure that it requires the bone to actually be fractured as well. Which which makes this both a torture and an executionary device, depending on which which, uh, version you use. Because one uses the wedges, and the other one was the wet parchment that shrank. So all right. So all right. We're gonna wrap. We're gonna wrap yeah, it up yeah. to the next one. Would you prefer the parchment or the wedges? Mm. You got to pick one. Fuck parchment. So, so I would think so too, just so that my bones weren't fucking broke. Yeah. But the problem the muscle, is, is just... that with the wedges, it seems like it's at least over far quicker, and you're on to the road to recovery. Possibly as someone who can never walk again. <laughs> Versus the stock, so I, I, but I think at the end I would value again. Shout out to our fucking, you know, lower disabled dreadheads out there. But I would, I think I would be willing to endure the more torturous aspect of the parchment if you to be keep, able to keep the function of my legs. I mean, that's a if you shot on any of these, I think. Fair. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the, the 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 desired thing is, hey, I would like to not fucking get out of line and have this happen yeah. to me, but. If you get out of line, you could have that happen to you, or you could also have the water cure happen to you, Joe. Now, this is a form of torture in which the victim is forced to drink large quantities of water. Now, keep this in mind, wherever you work, you've probably got that one guy or girl that walks around with like their $20, hey, this is a milk jug, but it's designed differently. And there's a little sippy nipple on the end of it. I so I make one. sure to. <laughs> you I do. Gave, you I do. And yours up. actually has like. In, 
Yours has like inspiring <laughs> slogan markers at certain fucking. It's the most. Sig- it it's like, the most basic white girl shit it, that I dude, fucking it own. Really it really is. is. It's the only like, goddamn thing I have. Like, it's that only way. Fifty-seven ounces to go. You're doing great. <laughs> like the, the bottle, it's it 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 has a voice if you if you listen close enough. But now, so with water cure, it, it, sorry, back to those people. There is a. Obviously, most of us do not get enough fucking water. No, no. matter what, we, we, we think we do because if you're like me, you ingest copious amounts of beer and monster <laughs> zero energy fucking, fucking drinks. Or sorry, zero sugar energy drinks. Yeah. Um, but So we think we're getting a lot more of liquid intake. But as you said, when they have, even if there's zero calorie uh-huh. sugar and all that, there's other stuff in there that the body has to work to break down. Yeah, it still has water. to either metabolize it so some way. So it's still water, using the water in it to metabolize the stuff that's not water, essentially. That's how they kind of equate it. Right, so you kind of burn off some of that hydration in breaking down that shit. Whereas if you take in 20 ounces of water, that's 20 ounces of pure high-quality H2O. <laughs> For anyone old enough to get that fucking reference. <laughs> Uh, but there is such a thing as too much water, which is yes. why we say do everything in moderation and, you know, on the weekends, go a little bit above and beyond. So with water curing, they force them to drink large quantities of water in a very short time. Mm. Uh, this results in gastric distension, which I'm guessing bloating of the stomach, yeah. correct? Mm-hmm. Um, water intoxication, which is what I was referring to earlier. Mm-hmm. And, you know, most people do. You there is a lethal amount of water within a time period that you can willingly die uh, ingest Mm -hmm. that can fucking hurt you. Absolutely. Uh, And and again, this could possibly lead to death. Um, Often, Joe and Dreadheads, the victim has their mouth forced open, wedged open. You know, something like a funnel. Yeah. Uh, The nose is actually closed with pinchers. That's so fucked. So they can't breathe. So in their mind, again swallow everything yeah. so that my mouth can fucking breathe. Breathing. Prioritize air. Yep. We can live. Well, that's the quickest way to kill us is to not fucking give us <laughs> oxygen. Um, and, and then like I like said, a funnel or whatever was forced down the throat, Joe, the victim has to drink all the water. Sometimes other liquids would be used such as animal bile and or animal or human urine which i would i would imagine in those instances it was probably far less about uh, well fuck i don't know man i just i just know how little it would take a lot to fucking stock up enough animal bile or animal and or human urine to perform a water cure Yeah, there we go. There we go. There we go. That's what that's, that's what yeah, all of us thinking, are feeling. And I was thinking about okay, lack of refrigeration and that shit's going rancid. And well, because if you, if you think about what what I just listed as as the side effects of this gastric distension, um, water intoxication, which is not happening with bile or urine, all right, and then, which could lead to death. So one of the biggest things they're probably seeking with this is the discomfort in your stomach from the gastric distension. Oh, yeah. Which the only way to get that is copious amounts of liquid. So we have to assume, again, we're not there, dreadheads, at the time and the place where it's happening. We have to assume for this to work, they are stockpiling 
copious amounts of animal bile and animal and or human urine, Joe. Yeah. Now that you've gagged, why don't you take over <laughs> yeah, so, so I can gag? Yeah, so the stomach is actually filled near bursting, sw- and it, you know, you know, swelling of the process, and sometimes it's beaten until the victim vomits and the torture Ugh. begins again. Now, I would say this. Oh. More than likely, I, just can't I stop see them about also. The bile or urine. I can't stop now. Can you imagine that if after they vomited all of that up, they forced them to swallow that again? I really hope that I. Oh my god! Like a like a <clears throat> a single human centipede kind of situation. Oh my god! No. <laughs> you yes, know I got been, it. You no, know they would have been doing it in front of people <laughs> picnicking with their children and being like look at the heathen shit. <laughs> isn't that great they caught 95% of the heathens vomit we're gonna put it back in him and then Jesus is gonna cleanse him <laughs> don't you cry look at it and eat your sandwich now obviously water has been a form of torture it's been documented back till at least like the 15th century yeah, we've, co- we've, we've covered the, the, the Chinese Japanese basically used in, in their mafia water Water torture, yeah, which is fucking heinous, but it's legit. Go back and check out uh, part one through four. I can't remember which one it's on. Watch all or listen to all of them. Now, the specific term of water care um, is actually indirectly dated to around like 1898, and it's attributed to U.S. soldiers in the Spanish-American War. And after the phrase had been introduced to America in the mid 19th century in the therapeutic sense, which was in widespread use. Uh, Webster's 1913 dictionary cited only the therapeutic sense. And so they, they basically, the, the term water cure, which it sounds like to me was probably a, a, a early recognition of people not getting enough water. Mm. Uh, you know, because we all think, well, I'm not thirsty, but that doesn't mean that your internal organs are not dehydrated, yeah. that they don't need it. So it's, it's almost like, okay, it's called water cure. Because it actually was considered a good thing for people to do, and then they kind of took it and made it fucking gross. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, now, the torture that makes use of water still exists under the name of waterboarding. Right. You know, so, obviously, in this variation, emphasis is placed on inducing the sensation of drowning rather than actually forcing the individual to consume the water and, sub, you know, subsequently regurgitate large quantities of water as well. Right, which is probably how they get away with being like, oh, it's not tortured. It's, you know, it's it's amplified interrogation or some stuff like that because they're not <laughs> ingesting it, but it, it is done to solely create all of the senses to think you're drowning. Yeah, and so in hat, hat tip to my fucking lineage. Philippines, <laughs> here we go. Yeah, the water cure actually has had a uh, long-standing... Joe's alarm went off. Get right back on the notes. We all heard it. We're not going to fucking break that shit. <laughs> Welcome to the shit show, motherfuckers. Joe, go on. Um, so, um, essentially, the water cure actually had a long history, Filipino colonial history. Um, it was used during the Spanish, uh, American, and the Japanese Ugh. occupations. So, after the Philippine independence in 1945, the most notable instance of its use by the Philippine government were by the dictatorship of the former president, Ferdinand Marcos. Are you familiar? with him yeah the marcos family yeah was his was his wife also Amel the marcos yeah Amel the marcos okay i think i've heard more about i don't her. know i don't know if ferdinand was her husband's first name um but there has to be the same lineage i would think right. it was another president marcos yes yeah that, i think she's the one i've heard you more talk about but yeah go ahead about ferdinand marcos because again 
Joe's half Filipino, so you guys need to fucking get in with it. <laughs> the water cure was one of the torture methods most used frequently by the Marcos regime in the Philippines from 1965 to 1986. So yes, that's a pretty good long the run. Same, this is the same exact Marcos. Okay, yeah. yeah so I, d- I didn't notice the year years. Run. That's that's some fucking success. Yeah. So whose tortures referred to the practice as Nawasa Sessions, um, N-A-W-A-S-A, a reference to the National Water Works and Sewage, Sewage Authority, which supplied water to the Metro Manila area at the time. So again, co-opting something that actually existed, such as it's called and giving water it a curing darker, someone, yeah. because it, it came from kind of a medical revelation of, hey, we're probably not drinking enough water. Just because you're not thirsty doesn't mean your organs aren't. So, hey, here's a water cure. Let's try to get this many ounces into you. They or maybe they're just that, trying to then, cure the devil. Maybe that's really what it was. Dude, I, I don't know. Well, whatever. The, the practice was widely documented by organizations such as the Task Force Detainees of the Philippines, the World Council of Churches, Again, if you don't know much about the Philippines, very religious country, mm. uh, despite whatever else you hear about it. Uh, and also the International Commission of Jurists, among others. Notable survivors, uh, dreadheads, of this torture include Loretta Ann Rosales, who eventually became the chair of the Philippines Commission on Human Rights, along with Maria Elena Ong. Ooh. Who was, I know. That was a really good pronunciation. I, I know when now that ends there to mm. pull it through my notes. Yeah, mm. And I learned it with that N-G-U-Y-N. And it, everyone sees it. I think that's actually more of a Vietnamese that is a, surname. Yeah. But they're like, oh, Nguyen. No, and it's pronounced Nguyen. Mm-hmm. And I know that because of my half Filipino wife sitting right next to me <laughs> and my co-host. Uh, Maria Elena Ong was a 23-year-old journalism student at the University of the Philippines at the time of her torture. Mm. And you can imagine what someone who is president for 21 years, (laughs) imagine that, that sounds like free and fair elections, Mm -hmm. uh, and was notable for using this, you can imagine why he would probably want to use that on a journalist. So jumping away from the Philippines into China, the tiger bench um, is actually a torture method. In which a person is tied in a sitting position with their legs straight in front of them with their knees tied to the bench. Bricks are then placed Ugh. under their feet until their knees or feet break. Oh During God. this torture, the victim's legs would be tied tightly to the tiger bench using belts or straps. They then put the bricks or some other hard objects under the victim's feet. They keep adding layers of brick after brick after brick until the belts break. <laughs> The victims then endure unbearable pain and often passed out during these torture sessions. I, well, I would hope. I, I know. would hope I passed out so many fucking... This is fucking <laughs> The moment awful. I saw the bricks, please let me pass out well, I mean, and stay I know, out. I know, I know for a fact, like, you know, whatever happens to me after it, you're going to have to clean up pee. If I <laughs> haven't pooped lately, that's happening. Again, like you said, when the bricks come out, Basically, the moment that someone says to me in Mandarin, hey, you're going to get the tiger bench, immediate bodily evacuation, including tears, snot, shit, and piss. This is fucking awful. And I'm about to add insult to injury. So, this torture usually wasn't done by itself. A lot of the times, it was done simultaneously. And other ones include shocking the victim with electric batons, cuffing their hands behind their back, burning the body with cigarettes, 
Inserting wood slivers under the fingernails. Ooh. Oh, I know you hate that one. Yes. Yeah. What was that imprint by yeah. Takashi Miike yeah. where they had the fucking... Was it Tiki Tiki? What was it? No, no. The Tiki Tiki thing was Audition. Audition. I'm uh, sorry. The imprint was <gasps> on the Masters oh, of Horror series and why his episode oh, didn't air. Yeah, that was a but good the, one. Uh, she, uh, the the girl bamboo in there shoots. had the bamboo shoots on the fingernails, yeah. which again is is, and I I don't believe we've re- we've covered that yet, but that's probably down the line. That's yeah. a legit mafia tactic, particularly in Asian countries, because I mean you ain't gonna get much bamboo in fucking Italy. <laughs> so you know, but there we go. Um, so um, like I was saying, they would also uh do the. Uh, slivers under the nails, stabbing the ribs with a sharp pen, uh, hitting the cheekbones with a screwdriver, slapping the face, pricking thumbtacks into the face, and even, you know, kind of reining the mouth with a rope. So, so while they're doing this again, like the tiger bench is bad fucking enough. Yeah. Like this. And, and honestly, like it's so fucking bad. Mostly. I mean, it, it reminds me, I guess it's close to, the parchment treatment um, of the one we just mm, talked about. Mm, uh, yeah. What was that one called? The, oh, God damn. Let me go up my fucking notes here. The, the Brockwin. There we go. <laughs> I had to, too. That's there we horrible. Because yeah, the water cure was, we really got into that one. <laughs> but, yeah, it's it's one of those where it's not quick. No. You know, no, and no, they're, no. they're not going to add bricks right away. They're going to sit there and, and see. Oh, is that the brick that does it? Let's give it a couple of minutes. Let's go rip a <laughs> you know, somebody goes over there just like see. thumping the, you know, thumping a brick right? well, or some shit. The other problem is that it's not just that they're doing this to you. They're doing other shit yeah. to cause, which a lot, some of this seems d- devised to cause a twitching sensation mm-hmm. in your body. Now imagine, you know, like even if you get a fucking cold chill, that shit can run down to your goddamn ankles. Yeah. Now you got someone doing little fucked up shit to the upper half of your torso that's not under bricks that could send pulses right to your fucking legs. Yeah. And cause you to twitch Ugh. and create more pain for you. So that's actually the point I was trying to get to. Yeah, exactly. That's where I was like, yeah, this other stuff is intended to kind of bring you back so that you can't zone out. Because everybody knows people have a threshold of pain anyways. And they could kind of get in a meditative state and drown out some of it. And then some of your endorphins kick and all that. But what you're doing by sitting there constantly kind of jerking them back and not allowing that kind of meditative state to happen. Oh. You are pulling the pain thresh- threshold back into play. Right. You're not and you're preventing them from passing out you're preventing them from passing out that's fucked up Uh all right i don't think it's gonna get any better but joe (laughs) let's get into the last one of this episode uh let's talk about the manquerda you say it again because i can't roll anything manquerda that sounds sexy this sounds like a sexy fucking torture and or execution Uh, something they would do in Brazil, if you like, fucking got out of hand during Carnival. I mean, it's kind of starting off all right. A tight cord is wound around the arms of the victim. I'm going to tell you what. <laughs> there's a lot of dread heads on IG. I see what y'all post. <laughs> you, you little vixens wow. out there. Hey, some of y'all I, got some shit. Hey, <laughs> y'all are in some dark gonna, shit. I'm not going to call names, but if you're listening, just know I saw your fucking pictures. Probably threw a heart on it. Do your own fucking thing. We support everything like that. But I'm thinking of you right now. Joe, continue with the Manquerta. 
Um, the torturer would then throw his entire weight backwards or the pressure would be exerted by the lever. The core cut through skin and muscle directly to the bone. In honor of the revamping, and I, and I feel bad because I know you're a massive fan of it, and we just we just haven't got to it, but we are. The revamping of Hellraiser. Oh, I know. This sounds like some shit some Cenobites would fucking do. I know. With that whole, you know, pleasure and pain <laughs> yeah. shit. Like, and again, we're still not deep enough into this to where I've written off all of you fucking little uh, IG vixens <laughs> out there that I've seen the pictures of. Some of you are still like, go on. <laughs> and now I say to Joe, Go on. <laughs> um, additional t- uh, pain was produced by the fact that the body of the prisoner was stretched as in a rack. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and the belt or girdle attached to the waist also contributed further to the suffering. We should have gave a warning for some people to get a towel. <laughs> I'm still, I'm, at this point, I'm like, I don't, I, 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 I think I may have got on the wrong site for this one, Joe. <laughs> Go ahead and get to where it hurts. Yeah, the procedure. <laughs> in, in the bad way, not the good way. <laughs> the procedure was repeated six or eight times on different parts of the arms. And people subjected to such torture usually fainted from its effects. And to be fair, what, I, what I'm saying is because there was no safe word. So some people, <laughs> so, some of them out there would have been like, "Hey, two or three times, I'm down for that." Yeah, but if you if you screamed, I don't know, broccoli, whatever the fucking random ass word, they were not stopping. Man. And again, I jest, but you can see the damage. Yeah. Think about the laceration damage now, that this shit was actually doing. So they're people. essentially garroting the arm is what I'm, I'm kind of visually, like, what I'm visualizing, right? right like, for those but a garrot of the arm. Right, and for those who don't know the terminology, if you've ever seen, and you've seen plenty of movies, where someone takes, like, the piano wire shit, uh, particularly a garrot, is piano wire with wooden handles that the mm-hmm. end. And you have used. to be able to cross them. Yep. Yeah. You can, you can, I mean, some of it, if you've got the fucking strength, yeah, you can, you cut can literally behead head. a motherfucker yeah. if you've got it kind of like twisted into an X and get it. Otherwise, you'll see it kind of used to slice necks and shit like that. See, that's what I was thinking because that how they said that it kind of cut through skin, muscle, and directly to the bone. Oh, so that's yeah. where I was like, okay, they're over there just kind of grotting down the arm. Right. Well, yeah. yeah, you can, you can, you could technically saw a person. That is fucked up. No, man. I mean, you you could take someone with minimal strength if they've gotten the angle on someone with a garage because obviously. Uh, it's a piano wire. It's sharp. Mm. You're going to get through that windpipe pretty quickly. So then you've got someone who's not worried so much about defending against the garage as they are the fact that they, they can't breathe. Yeah. Mm. So now their focus is going. So whatever, even if you're a little bit outmatched, you you could conceivably at least with ease cut to the fucking base of the spine mm-hmm. with piano wire and two handles. Uh, you know, fucking podcasting note, Spread the Dread does not endorse garroting. No. Does not, uh, we're not giving you examples of how to do garroting. If you do garroting and you're also a fan of Spread the Dread podcast, we disavow you. But yes, that but now, is, that think, is garroting. Now, let me, or I guess, try to clarify for me. Now, the garroting, I think that terminology is used when you have the capability of actually crossing and twisting, though. No, I will, I will not say, so, and, and again, anyone who wants to correct me, every time I've, and I, uh, you know, played some of the Hitman games and shit like that. Every time I've seen something referred to as a garrote, it's been the piano wire with the handles. Now, technically, I would imagine almost anything could actually 
do the act of garroting someone in the event that it was able to actually perform a cutting motion with something that wasn't technically designed to cut. Okay, uh, you yeah. know what I'm saying? I but like I said, then, yeah. I'm going off again. If you've watched mafia movies and shit like that, you've seen where even they use the piano wire, not even to saw someone's head off. But again, like I mentioned earlier, to get through that windpipe just by, you know, ratcheting back on it because of the sharpness and the thinness of it, tearing through it into the severing that windpipe. Mm. So you've, you've delivered a kill shot. And then if you want to go more with it, you now have a victim who's focused on the fact that they can't breathe versus the fact that, hey, there's piano wire like well, yeah, the making tradi- its way to my fucking spinal column. Yeah, so in the traditional like, hitman method, yeah, but at least the, now you can understand, like, okay, now I understand. So this is just kind of being done to the arm, down the arm. They're just kind of almost bread slicing the motherfucker, essentially. Oh, I mean, yeah, you could use a garrot on any part of the body. <laughs> I, again, back to when you were talking about the tiki 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 yeah. when we were talking about Takashi Miike mm. and audition what she used spoiler alert if you haven't watched it to cut his foot off that is a garrot uh, yeah cause she, it's piano wire yeah yeah I remember it, the song exactly yeah. and again I don't know if if piano wire is exclusive to the term of garrot mm. but that well, is there's also wire actually made to saw like it's it's used in surgery to get around bones, and and I would probably imagine in the case or of like audition, tight bones. in the case of audition, that was probably what it was because mm. a lot of that that end scene there was more medical, kind of it was very methodical and yeah. stuff. And again, you were talking about a I mean a very frail, small framed woman doing yeah. this to an average sized Japanese yeah, you're gonna male. You're going to need good instruments. Right. And she, <laughs> I promise you, she was not breaking a sweat before that fucking foot came off, everybody. <laughs> but that is the Manquerta. Obviously a good, um, probably a, 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 another term for an actual garrote, which again could be used if you had enough control over it to just torture someone, particularly if you're trying to get information out of them. And as an execution method, and with that, Dreadheads, we are going to wrap up part five of our continuous and ongoing series where we talk about tortures and executions. But we can't wrap it up yet. Why is that? We have to we have to talk about which one we'd least likely have done to us or most likely. Oh, you know, yeah. shit. That's which one we right. would prefer. Okay, so, all right. All right. So, yeah, let's do that real quick. All right. Uh, let's do the one that we would we would technically prefer the most. Joe, do you have one in mind? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I would Which pref- one? I'd prefer Brodequin. The parchment Brodequin. <laughs> the parchment with the leg crusher? Yeah. Yeah, that's the one I would prefer the most out of oh. all of these. Oh, man. Well, now, I'll tell you this. I think I would probably prefer the ducking stool. I'm not, I don't have a real big fear of water. Now, the, oh, the, tradi- the traditional <laughs> ducking stool where I'm in a chair and I'm, my head's upright, not that shit where they pitch you back, where mm-hmm. they decided, hey, this isn't fucked up enough, we can do better. Uh. The original way that that, that that was designed for the ducking stool, that would be my most preferred one. Especially, again, I'm a strong swimmer, water doesn't freak me out. I feel like that one, for sure, I could walk away from the easiest. Mm. So, my preferred is the ducking stool, and your preferred... 
is the fucking brodequin with the parchment so that it's just really fucking painful <laughs> as it fucks up the nerve endings in your leg, but it doesn't break the bones. That's my fucked up wife there. <laughs> All right, now, least. Pitch capping when it's uh, poured into the orifices. So pitch capping with the orifices, I... I don't know. I think just getting pitch capped in general would fucking suck. I honestly think at this point, I'm my least. I don't know. Man, I'm I know for a goddamn fact. Water cure with fucking urine. No, I gotta go. Urine. It's no, no. My my is tiger bench. Yeah, you I just I that. have a real big problem with fucking with my legs. And I know that there's there's elements when it comes to the Brodequin, but the 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 tiger bench is designed solely to fuck your legs up, not by crushing them, but by literally applying so much weight that they fucking snap backwards while they do other fucked up shit to your upper half to make sure to send all the goddamn nerve tingles down to your shit and make sure you don't fucking pass out. So, yeah, for me, my most preferred would be the traditional ducking stool. My least would be the tiger bench. And Brodequin parchment, and then, yeah, no. What's your, what's your worst one, then? I'm, I'm, I think it really is the pitch capping, man. So now, regardless... Because I, I was sitting there thinking, I was like, oh, well, maybe the, you know, where they're having to drink the bile, but yeah, the pitch capping. Well, I mean, I also know, too, that, uh, well, again, I'm, I don't know, going off of, you know, histories written by the victors, mm-hmm. and then, of course, cinema, I, I would imagine that, like, a scalping could fucking kill you. Well, if, if there was enough of exposure, am I wrong? I, I don't think it would be like blood loss. I'd probably more like infection, I would think. So, and over time, if you couldn't get to medical help. Yeah. So, you don't really... So, so your worst one, though, is them putting it into the... Because or- to me, that's going to kill you. Yeah, I know, but the, just the, the singe and the burning and all that, like... I, I mean, know, it's easy to say, I mean, like the idea that, that just... I'm laying there and they start pouring that fucking shit into my eyeballs, and as I smell my eyeballs fucking cook before that shit hits my brainstem, like I don't know, like just something about it. It's that's fucked up. <laughs> hey, fair enough. There you go. And I think we can both give a special shout out to water curing <laughs> by way of animal bile and animal and or human fucking piss because that ain't gonna kill you but you're gonna fucking want to die because you're gonna have to live with that shit for the rest (laughs) of your life dreadheads and on that note let's wrap up episode 40 thank you guys sorry we missed you last week we're handling shit here but we didn't want to miss this week so for a little chatty this week and it's ran a little bit longer than we planned which it did That's why we just miss you that much. And when we record these things, we're fucking nerds and we act just like you're here in the room with us. Mm-hmm. But yep, that's episode 40 of Spread the Dread, Tortures and Executions Part 5. Joe, one last time, where's that one fucking place they can check out everything dreadful? Spreadthedreadpodcast.com. Absolutely. Make sure to check it out. And again, the revamped version of Fright Flick, Fuck Married, Kill. By Friday, I'm saying Friday, I think we're going to get it worked out. If not, definitely by the end of this week. And it is going to be a video show. Don't worry, we're going to pull the audio out. If you like listening to us, it's going to be on Spotify and, and Apple and all the other shit you listen to us on. But 
Subscribe to YouTube and BitChute, Spread the Dread podcast. And you're going to want to check that out with the first episode with me and my eldest brother, Jay. And I promise you, y'all are going to fucking love him. He's even more fucked up than me, but he's low key, which is actually creepier. <laughs> so I, I think that you guys are going to really fucking you literally just him. Said, you literally just said Jay's the creepy brother. <laughs> well, and I got kids. He's their uncle. So you're, you're going to want to tune in for that. Because he's going to be hearing this and be like, man, fuck you. Like, why are we fucking talking this way? But yes, anyway, make sure that you're on the YouTube and the bit shoot for that. And as Joe said, spreadthedreadpodcast.com. You're going to find all of our sources for the podcast. Uh, merch you can buy. Donations you can do if you want to do that. Um, Joe, I think that's it. I, yeah. know I, I know I always, every time I go... Are we done? Yeah, we're done. And I'm always like staring at your head like, yep, that's all. Yeah, but before then, I'm just staring at the computer and then I tilt at you and I fucking, I'm already talking and I see the expression where you're like, hey, John, what you're about to stammer through? Yes, you're right. (laughs) But let's close it out by again, Dreadheads, reminding you it's fucked up out there no matter where you're at. Stay proud, stay powerful, and stay positive. And you leave the dread up to us. Why don't you start right now and get the fuck out of here?